Hi, I'm Tracy. And I'm Lena. And we love Healing Children. In fact, we're the co-owners and founders of Healing Children, LLC. And this is our podcast, The Bumpy Road to Healing, where we get real about what children need emotionally and how best to support them. We skip the fluff and get right to the heart of it. episode episode Mm -hmm. we really wanted to talk about setting boundaries without shame and lectures yeah and the reason we want to talk about this is there's there's sometimes I see this belief that if somebody does something wrong and I'm instead of boundary I have to make sure I do that with lectures or making sure that they feel bad Mm -hmm. and so that they'll make that change and so there's this belief system that I need to shame the child or use anger and lectures in order to get them to change their behavior. Yeah. And so we wanted to kind of talk about the pitfalls of that. Um, and then what do we do instead so that we can help kids internalize their behavior, mm-hmm. make the growth and maturity they need to be and accept responsibility for their behavior. Well, it, it definitely. And I think one of the things you talk about is how like we put up with the behavior, then we put up with the behavior and then we put up with the behavior and then we lose it. And then we lose it. And then we lose it. And then it's like, they're going to pay. And we're going to make yeah. sure like we like just really like screw that in. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What is that called? The knife in the back. Knife in the back. like, we need to get it um, because we don't realize how much the consequence should be doing the teaching. Yes. And sometimes I think when we lose it, mm-hmm. then we feel bad about losing it or we've used a lot of lecturing and we think that's the consequence and we don't put the consequence in place. And that is what really changes behavior. Yeah. Or we try to make up yeah. for it. Like, I feel so bad about what I did. So now oh, yeah. only do I not give you the consequence? I now I do something nice for you because I feel so bad. Which is quite confusing for, tro- yes. for children, right? <laughs> like we even had one, one kid tell us how, like he wasn't doing any work at all. Yes. To the point where he was like labeled emotionally disturbed. And he talks about how he got these really bad grades and how his parents like went out and took him out to buy him like video games, video games. And how he thought that was really confusing. Yeah. He's like, I don't under, I don't understand. And and I think the purpose was the parents were really worried, right? Yes. That he was going to feel bad, but not understanding that we, we want kids to feel bad when they make mistakes because that's part of the internalization process. Well, and I think they, he was already struggling emotionally, Mm -hmm. right? So we have kids who are already struggling emotionally. And then they're not getting good grades, mm-hmm. right? Because they're not doing their work, which is something they have control over. Then sometimes the adults can feel really sorry for them, mm-hmm. really bad for them. And uh, understanding that they, yeah, kids need to feel bad about their behavior. Yeah. And so yeah. the pitfalls, when we use lectures, anger, and shame, yeah, it puts those kids in that defensive place. Because you even think about as an adult, when somebody comes at me and is more attacking versus just yeah. talking to me. Then all of a sudden I'll go in the defensive. Like I have to defend my behavior uh-huh. and make it okay. And you're wrong. And how dare you talk to them like that? So instead of internalizing anything, I'm externalizing it all and making it the fault of the other mm-hmm. person. Well, the kids are the same way. Yeah. So if they've done something wrong and I come at them with shame and anger, now some kids might be, they might not say anything. Mm-hmm. Other kids might fight back with you, but internally, oftentimes they become more defensive and they externalize it. Well, none of us like to be called out on our bad behavior. No, nobody enjoys that, right? That's not fun. Yes. And our lectures in two is we're owning it. Sorry. Right. Well, we're owning their behavior, which we don't want to be doing that because we've already hopefully matured out of that stuff ourselves. Hopefully. That's the hope. 
Um, but it's exhausting. It is exhausting. It's exhausting to own somebody else's behavior for them and lecture them and shame them. And, and then we have to feel bad about that and it hurts the relationship. Like it just wears us out. I think, mm-hmm. I think it's much better to have thought out consequences and we're not going to have thought out consequences to every single behavior all the time. Yeah. But you kind of have your run of the mill things that you do that, you know, work. And if you're a parent, you know, where the leverage is, we always want to go where the leverage is Yes. with the consequence. So I, I think it's, it's understanding that when we are lecturing and using anger, we're owning it and we're really keeping the child from their responsibilities. Yeah. And we don't ever want to do that. Yeah, we want to. And so what do no. you do? Because sometimes we're like, I don't know what to do because my only model right. was somebody lecturing and shaming me. And because I was like, I cared what people thought it worked for me. Right. Or, or <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> that's true for some of us, for others of us, we work so hard at that relationship. Mm-hmm. We do all these things for these kids and how dare they not do what I ask them to do. I see that happening too. That happens as because well. it's a real personal, it's like a, mm-hmm. it's like a personal, I've done all of this for you kind and of you're feeling. still not doing what I say. So then I'm going to use this to make you do what I say. And you need to yes. feel bad. You need to feel really bad for all I do for you. So it's kind of trying to make them pay. Yes. And I, I think it's, it's understanding that it's not really about making them pay. It's about helping them learn so they mature. Yes. And it doesn't, t- I think what you and I really learned, it doesn't take a lot. No, but it, it does take some things, right? It takes some things. It takes consistency yes. and follow through. And so knowing one, children are in process. We as adults are in process. Yeah. We're going to make mistakes. We don't need to be angry about those mistakes. Sometimes for me, like even with my kids, sometimes I've been so glad they've made mistakes and it had huge consequences because the learning that comes from that. They couldn't get, any other, couldn't get it any other way. Well, on it. So whatever behavior we're doing, that is not awesome behavior. Mm-hmm. If we don't get a consequence for it, we keep doing it. Yes. Until someone gives us the consequence. It has to happen sometime. But- so we don't really want that someone, if you're a parent to be uh, their teacher. Mm-hmm. principal, the police. No, you want it to be you. future spouse. Your <laughs> <laughs> future spouse might have to be doing it. So we mm-hmm. want to have realistic expectations because if we have those, we're less likely to be angry when our kids screw up, right? Yeah. Or, or even as a teacher, we, we're going to be less angry when the students screw up knowing this is a learning opportunity. Yeah. So that helps us kind of have those realistic expectations so that we can manage it in a calm and matter of fact way. Because the more calm we are, the more likely they are going to internalize. That's right. And it, it sounds like with you, you almost kind of enjoyed the process a little. Sometimes. Like if, mm-hmm. if, if I'm in the right mindset, right? Uh-huh. If I'm in the right mindset, I understand what's happening with kids. We're helping them learn and grow and mature. Then you almost sometimes, and I think even Foster Klein talks about this, you kind of hope that they'll make some mistakes uh-huh. that give that have consequences when they're younger mm-hmm. to avoid bigger mistakes when they're older. Yeah. And so if you can get that mindset, then you allow the consequence to happen mm-hmm. versus, because I even like with my son, when he had a car accident, uh-huh. it was like, he had a car accident, he wrecked the car. So he already has a ticket. He has to pay mm-hmm. already has a car. He needs to fix up. Right. Mm-hmm. He already has consequences. If I come in there with angers and lectures and shame, 
it kind of takes it away. It takes it away because now he's going to externalize it. Well, it wasn't my fault. Uh-huh. It was the other person's fault. fault. I can still drive this fast. It was, right. the, the, you know, the cop who gave me the ticket. You know what I mean? Versus I can be really quiet and be like, let them. And, the and you're not going to rescue him from these things. No. You're not going to come in and say, well, I'll pay we the have to take the money out of our savings account to pay for this. We were going to go on a vacation. Now we can't because of your car accident. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not going to save him from it. I'm going to let him pay for it mm-hmm. and let him. And, and the less I say. Right. The better. That's right. And so we want to reduce eye contact. And part of that is because when we're giving somebody intense eye contact and we're angry. <laughs> not often. This, we're not internalizing anything. Yeah. Now all of a sudden I'm on the defensive again. Right. And the more simple we keep our communication, we're not lecturing, giving them big stories. We're just kind of asking questions is a great thing. Um, but we're just saying, this is the consequence. Well, it's kind of like, what are you going to do about this? Yeah. How, how are you going to fix this problem you created? And you're going to hold them to the fixing it. Yeah. We're not going to go in and fix it for them because we feel bad for them. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to lecture and shame them to try to make them fix it either. Yeah. And so it's, it's just having rules whether it's your classroom or your home, mm-hmm. having rules, having natural consequences. I even know, even when my kids were little, it was, you know, because as parents, sometimes you have different opinions, but taking away some of their fun activities is just a natural consequence. But sometimes it is so hard for us as adults because we don't want them to feel that. So maybe they were invited to a birthday party or over to a friend's house, or, you know, they're getting the opportunity to go do something they don't do what we ask. So then we give them a second chance because we don't really want to take that away from them because mm-hmm. we don't want them to feel bad, not understanding that, yeah, they might feel bad in the moment, but they need some maturity, but their maturity that they'll get from losing that is so much more important. Yeah. And I remember saying to my son once, I said, I care more about who you become than how you feel. Uh-huh. Because you know that if he becomes a person with stronger character and maturity, He's going to feel better and he's going to have some pride within himself and he'll have more friends and he'll be happier. Yeah. And he'll know he has a mom and a dad who knew that he could handle the consequences to his own behavior. You didn't think, oh my gosh, you're so weak that you can't handle consequences to how you act and you can handle me following through with you. And I'm going to be seeing him like, um, a stronger adult to him as well. There's going to be more respect for you and more respect for himself. Wish I had really known this earlier. Yeah. As a parent. (laughs) Well, I think, you know, we we all wish we knew things earlier. Yeah. I think that's just normal Mm -hmm. um, because we have our own maturity that we're working through as well, because you only have had so much, so many experiences. And you're trying to figure it out. And sometimes you're mad. So it's really, uh, I think for the purpose of this kind of podcast, it's really understanding that you don't have to tie lectures and shame to consequences for them to be effective. No. And they're actually less effective if you tie them to them. So it's easier for you. Easier for you. Better for the kid. Mm-hmm. And um, and it will help maturity and growth. Yeah. And so in the long run, you're going to see more maturity and growth and internalization. And that is that is what we want because we want kids to have a strong character and a sense of self. If you like what you're hearing and you want to learn more, you can go to our website at www healingchildrenllc.org. On our website, you can read more about who we are. You can look at our online trainings. 
You can also look at our blogs on a variety of topics. You can see our most new and up-to-date podcasts. You can also engage with us in a variety of ways, such as liking us or following us on social media. You can even hire us to come in. Or you could email us or call us. Exactly. Make sure that you sign up for our email list so that you can get the latest information about what we have to offer, including live trainings in your area. Yes, so let the healing begin. Thank you for joining our podcast, The Bumpy Road to Healing. The Bumpy Road to Healing is sponsored by Healing Children, LLC. We are both educators and mental health professionals, which gives us a unique perspective on working with children both in and out of the school setting who have severe emotional and behavioral concerns. Our mission is for all children to be emotionally healthy, happy, mature, and responsible. As adults establish healthy relationships and appropriate boundaries, we believe that children are more likely to grow and prosper. When adults understand the impact of trauma, entitlement, disruptive attachment, and child development, including conscious development, they can better create healing environments for children. To learn more about us and what we have to offer, go to www.healingchildrenllc.org.